Yo, 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 Thought Warriors, what's up? Higher Learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan Jr. Okay, it's me, Rachel and Lindsay, but what is up with this cadence we have going on today? Why do you sound like you're a disc jockey at the local radio station, 94.5 in Baton Rouge? This is Van Van Lathan. (laughs) Or your afternoon drive home, 94.5 in Baton Rouge. Coming up this hour, we got Juvenile back that ass up. Cash money's going to be letting go. 99 2000s. Cash money's taking over, shit, I'd say. Later on, we got Lizzo. <laughs> Last time you might be able to hear her here on 94.5. We respect victims. Uh, get ready. Get ready. Honestly, you'd be so later. good at that. You'd be yeah. such a good disc jockey. Ha <laughs> ha. Look. Coming up in 10, your chance to win two tickets to see Afro Man <laughs> at the Riverside Centralplex. That's Afro Man at the Riverside Centralplex. Because I got high, tenth caller, we're taking the tenth caller. Uh, gotta make sure you, I love Afro Man. Hey, hey, uh, Rachel, you like Afro Man? Love him. Lo- love him. Uh, you, you and Brian go out to the to the Riverside right, Central uh, Place to see Afro Man yet? Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Uh, he puts on such a fantastic show. And I'd just like oh, to yeah? say uh, a shout out to everybody from Priority Records and everybody that let us in the building last night. I was doing my DJ thing. You guys can come up to me. There's merch. There's T-shirts. If you want to take a picture with me, I'll be out there. And then this Saturday night, you can catch me at Club Rags. That's from 10 to 12 Saturday night, Club Rags. Um... It, 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 we're we're going to have a lot of fun out there, Rach. We're going to be doing it up, doing it big on Snow Cone Night at Club Rags. I can tell that you spent hours in your room doing this when you were a kid. You practiced this. Never. You played DJ. I never played DJ. You did? <laughs> I never did. <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, how are you? Uh, how, long, how long have you been worshiping the devil? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> This is what, I, I don't know if you guys can see if you're watching on the video over over Rachel's right shoulder. There is a Ouija board up there. So I just want to know how long have you been worshiping Satan? It is not mine. I'm out of town, out of town. and that's all. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Did not notice it until I popped up on the Zoom and I looked at myself and I was like, "Oh my God, Van is going to have a field day with that." I'm not going to be the one that's going to have the field day. You already know who's going to have the field day with it. Just remember me. It's not going to be me. Just remember me. It's not going to be me. You're going to get a text later on tonight. (laughs) When we brought you up, it wasn't so you could play with the dark forces of the world. (laughs) From the judge. From the judge. (laughs) That's who's going to have a problem with. Man, I'm just gonna laugh. I, you have ruined certain things biblically for me. I just need you to understand that. I was watching church this week and it was like a really good sermon about, you know, you're better together and unity. And the scripture that he spoke from was about the, um, the battle of Jericho. And all I could hear was your voice singing the song. You have ruined that for me. It was a beautiful message, but I couldn't get past you singing about Joshua fighting the battle at Jericho. You, um, have we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? We have, haven't we? 
I want to bring them up again as we talk about the Bible. I have a song for them that we used to sing back in the day. What's the song? Let's go. Shadrach. What kind of name is that? Meshach. Who has a name like that? Shadrach. Meshach. And Abednego. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) That song fucking sucks. I gotta be honest. I loved my childhood. I know I bring some doozies on here. But God damn, man. It helped us remember the names. It helped us remember the names. I'm here I am, 38, and I can still sing the song. Um, just to let you guys know, three Jewish men were thrown into a fiery furnace by Nebuchadnezzar the second king of Babylon, refusing to bow down to the king's image. You know, Wikipedia. Reserved from harm. Yeah. Let people know when I bring up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Abednego. The swore- Abednego. 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 A bad negro. A bad negro. People used um, to say that in a bad negro. A bad negro. <laughs> so they, they walk through the flames with an angel. And that's what Rachel going to need to walk through the flames <laughs> after that Ouija board. <laughs> Fire it first. <laughs> y'all don't have no... That's why y'all act so, so crazy out there in the 20s. Y'all ain't got no Bible. Not y'all. Not you. The rest of these people ain't got no knowledge of that book. That book. You know what I'm saying? Knowledge of that <laughs> book. What's wrong with you? Dan, how are you? Man. You good? I'm good. I'm all jammed up on Athletic Greens, AG1. I see that. Unpaid. I see that. Drinking, drinking it in right the bottle now. and everything. Yeah, no, you love them. That's how you drink it. That's how you drink it. You shake it up in this bottle and then you drink it. Um, this, this, the cap right here of my AG1 shaker is a little messed up because I couldn't find it and it was stuck at the bottom of the the garbage disposal. How did it get there? What? It fell through. It fell through? Oh, God. Yeah. And it got all messed up. But I was able to clean it out. Oh, I hope you cleaned it well. There's some nasty stuff at the bottom of a garbage disposal. That's gross. I would just buy a new bottle. Just contact AG1. They'll send it to you. That's actually disgusting. It wasn't the bottle. It was the cap. I soaked this bottle in bleach. Yeah, but the cap stays on the top where you put your mouth on them. I soaked it in bleach. I would have got another one. That is gross. Disgusting. Nigga, how can you judge me sitting there with with (laughs) Lucifer? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? You're out. Of the judging business Not right sitting now. There with Lucifer. <laughs> like, sitting there with the morning sun. I can't believe you right there. And it's so prominently displayed. <laughs> who, who, wh- wherever you are, whatever hotel this is or whatever this is. I'm not is, in a hotel. I'm in a house. Wherever you, whatever, whoever's house this is, they want people to know when you walk through this door, we got demons in here. Um. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's that there are a bunch of like game books in here, actually. Do you uh, do you have stuff to do out of town? Is that like is you know you you? No, you it's I'm to... like here for like a big, like my friend throws this big event where he invites like thirty something people here, and it's oh, a nice. ranch. The family's here, and so there's like oh, it's beautiful, beautiful out here. So quiet, middle of nowhere, I'm in Texas, and um, yeah, like we're on the lake, so it's just like. Good, fun, games. Yeah. Everything that you can do on a ranch is out here. So I'll be out do here for know, a few days. 
Do you know who Taylor Sheridan is? Yes, I do. He's so, the creator of. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, tell, tell the people. Well, he created Yellowstone. He's the man behind Yellowstone and that whole Sheridan universe. Sheridan. Shareverse, excuse me. All of that stuff. You, uh, there's a ranch there. I don't know if you've heard of it. The Four Sixes Ranch. Have you ever heard of it in Texas? I haven't. This is knowledge I gained from Chris Ryan. Just talking to Chris Ryan, CR. Are you familiar with Chris Ryan, Rachel? You know I'm not. Means? Wow. Who's that? Interesting. It's a podcaster here at The Ringer. It's one of your coworkers. <laughs> It's a lot of podcasters at the ringer. I'm sure you could throw out three more names that I wouldn't know. Um, so we were talking about Taylor Sheridan. And he bought the four sixes ranch in Texas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now this yep. is starting from for, to sound familiar to me. They filmed there, right? Uh they filmed it, yeah. So he bought the ranch and then he uh he then like leased the ranch out for filming, so he's making money off being able to 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 have the ranch. Do you know how large? Um, is it six thousand six hundred and sixty-six acres? No, that's slightly devilish as well. No, that's three sixes, not four. You said four sixes. That was a good guess. Any, any. Number of sixes over three is the devil. <laughs> is that what we're going with? Okay. Yeah, if you have ten sixes, then you basically got three devils with with a third of the way to the next devil, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, a third of the way to the next. Okay. This ranch that Taylor Sheridan has is mm-hmm. three hundred and fifty thousand acres. Oh my gosh. It's the real life Yellowstone because I don't know how you keep up with that. That's impossible. It's bigger than the state of Rhode Island. And this is in Texas? Texas Texas is a beast, man. He bought it. Got some investors, but he bought it for $347 million. Oh my gosh. Got to be losing money on that. Well, it's a ranch, so he's like a, a, a Dutton situation. And maybe he's not because he's be. been leasing it out for filming. So Paramount's paying him to do the show, but then Paramount's paying him to use his land to do the show. So who knows what the economics of it are. I love Taylor Sheridan. I love the stuff that he's doing. All I'm saying is that there could be some pay disparities there in the old Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Taylor Sheridan, I also, I looked him up and I studied him. He's in the Texas Cowboy Hall of Fame. Already? He knows how to cowboy. Have you seen him do the cowboy on Yellowstone? I gotta say, it's, I don't like it when he's on there. I don't like his, the character, I don't know, I don't like the character he plays. So it's not him personally, I just don't like the character he plays on the show. He's mean. It's okay. it's okay. You're not fucking with that nigga, and that's okay. No, he's just, he's just, what's the, what's the scrawny cowboy's name who's like trying to learn Jimmy. how to be one? Jimmy. He's mean. He's a tough do watch. You know, do you know where Jimmy is 
learning to cowboy at? Four Sixes. The Four Sixes Ranch in Texas. They got their own beef. They raise horses there. They got three-wheelers. I would like to visit the Four Sixes Ranch and play around and have a fun time. It sounds like a blast. That sounds like a piece of what we're doing here. Let's hang around. Do you like cowboying? Do you like six shooting? Skeet shooting? Six shooting. I don't know. And get six shooter, bing, I'm rage. I'm fat, quick draw rage. You like <laughs> I enjoy for like a small amount of time being out in places like this. It's a good escape. We've never talked about this. Are you an outdoors gal? I am, actually, but not camping. Mm, you know, like- I do I don't do that, but like. I'll go on hikes. I'll get in the water. I'll roll around in the grass and the dirt. I play. I'm barefoot now. Like, I haven't put on shoes since I got here. I'm like that. You know, like, bugs, unless they fly, don't bother me. So, yes, but I will not camp. That's the one thing I won't do. Roach I have no desire. Last night. Roach was on my skin. I literally have no words. Yeah. Inside or outside? Don't act, ever act like we got roses in our house. So don't. Okay. Don't. I needed you to clarify that. You needed to clarify that on this podcast because people didn't know. You just said a roach got on me last night. I just did you a favor. Uh, went out to dinner. Was standing on the streets of Santa Monica. Felt something on my ankle. <gasps> Turned around. It was a roach. I Big, small. Is it like a Maybe little, little bit? The mass. It was a, it was a cockroach. There's a difference. Cocky roachy. You know, crawling on me. it's it's funny. You said I was you were in Santa Monica or on Santa Monica Boulevard. I was in Santa Monica, Santa, um, outside a restaurant, and there were roachy roaches out there. I was at a friend's oh, house shoot. dropping something off, and I walked out. I was on Santa Monica Boulevard, and I walked out, and there was a roach right there at the door waiting to come in. Like I've just not used you to didn't... seeing big cockroaches like that out here. Like in Texas, that's one thing, right? Like you see, they, they fly here. They fly in Louisiana, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to seeing them in California. So it's something, it's real weird for me to see a roach in California. You thought that you moved away from roaches. And when you got to California, <laughs> kind that of. you didn't have to like, deal with it anymore. Like I moved away, I thought I moved away from mosquitoes, too. Kind of, yeah. They still bite. They still bite. Um, what you got going on this weekend? Like in Here, the ranch situation. Honestly, we don't know. Do, like, I have no idea. Like, people ask, like, what are you doing? You, you're not supposed to know. Everything is a surprise. So people are just not getting here. They're getting their drinks. Everyone's saying hello. They're meeting. I flew on the plane with, like, I'd say maybe, like, 10, 15 people. And then, like, we all what, have... What do you mean you flew on the plane with 10, 15 people? What does that mean? They were on my flight. Like, 10 to 15 people that were oh, coming here were on the it, flight. It was... It wasn't a PJ situation, right? No, 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 no. I did, there was an option for that. I did not do that. Um, Wait, I, what? Who's? Who? No, like JSX. Like, not like a rented PJ. Like a JSX thing. Like a J, J, JSX. Like, those planes. Not, Nigga, not are like... You, are you at George W. Bush's place? <laughs> <gasps> you are! <laughs> No. What rates W Bush? Don't start that rumor. What? Don't Wait. start that rumor. 
I'm looking around. I'm trying to see what I can see back there. It looks a little bushy, but it's but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, no, we all flew out here and then we divided in cars and there were like captains. It's like camp. Honestly, this feels like adult camp. I'm very excited. I always, did you ever go to camp? I did. Did you like, like I liked, I loved camp to further answer your outdoors question. I loved it. I liked it, but for different reasons, I think, than the other kids liked it. Why didn't you like it? Mischief at an all-time high. Agreed. So much mischief. Like, your parents aren't around. Yeah. So, the amount of trouble that you can get into is not the same level. You know, we went to camp. It was when I was in California. Went to camp. We're out there. And it was just mischievousness all over the place. I remember the, uh, the camp counselors were like sneaking away to go see Batman Returns when we're supposed to leave. We're going to and they Batman left y'all unsupervised? Well, they didn't leave me because when I found out that they were leaving to go see Batman Returns and they were trying to sneak, I demanded that I be brought along. And I was. I said, if you guys leave here and you don't let anybody know, I'm right. I remember the 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 camp the the camp counselors were so like uh, they were they were older but they were still like 18, 19 years old you know what I mean mm-hmm. and they were all over Michelle Pfeiffer they were like oh dude she's so fine she looks so fine I was like she ain't got no booty Batman returns and they got who was, so mad who was the Batman. All right, on the other side of this break, <laughs> I'm not even doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I you know can't. I didn't start watching Batman till the Dark Knight. I don't. You know that. I don't care. I don't, I'm not even. I'm not even doing this with you. It's not happening. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is a beautiful woman, but I was raised in the South, so I expected the suit to fit a little different. I was looking, you know, Oaktown three five seven videos. You know, it was like stuff. When does Catwoman ever look like that? Prior I mean, to me, at that point, at that moment. I mean, she didn't. But but for me, it was like, you know, it wasn't that she looked bad. She looked great. You know, it's like Michelle Pfeiffer, very beautiful lady. But I just, when they were saying fine, I just had a different. Idea, a definition of, of it. Sure, fine. a different definition. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She looks good. She's pretty. Yeah. Fine. I, was like, I don't know, man. Anyway. Uh, okay, on the other side of this, Trump is in more trouble. You guys don't give a fuck. We'll talk about it on the other side of this break. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. 
and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Trump has been indicted for efforts to overturn. Again. His, his, again, his 2020 presidential election loss. Trump collects indictment. Nick Cannon collects heirs. <laughs> Cannon of collecting indictments, I guess. This is Jack Smith again. He's mm-hmm. investigating Trump and others' alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. That's what they got him on. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to object, uh, obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. Number four. Conspiracy against rights. This indictment also alleges alleges that Trump and a co-conspirator attempted to exploit the violence and chaos at the Capitol by calling lawmakers to convince them to delay the certification of election. Hmm. Tough stuff going on. It also alleges another co-conspirator pushed then-Vice President Mike Pence to violate the law to delay Joe Biden's victory. All right. The charging documents repeatedly reference six co conspirators, but as a common practice, their identities are being withheld because they have not been charged with any crimes. Based on quotes, though, five of the six co-conspirators are presumed to be Rudy Giuliani, you guys know who that is, John Eastman, who the indictment says is co-conspirator number two, circulated Mm -hmm. a two-page memorandum with a plan for Mike Pence to overturn the 2020 election. Sidney Powell, which is Trump's lawyer, you've heard that name before, Jeffrey Clark, the indictment quotes an email that a top Justice Department official sent to Clark, rebutting Clark's attempts to use the department to overturn the election. It's previously identified in the Senate report about how Trump tried to weaponize the Justice Department. And Kenneth Cheese Bro, <laughs> I like that name, Cheese Bro. It's probably not the way you say it, but maybe it's Chess Bro, Chess Bro. The indictment references an email memorandum that co-conspirator five sent to co-conspirator one on December 13th of 2020 about the fake electors plot. More stuff about that. The email matches an email that cheese bro sent to Giuliani <laughs> according to a copy made uh, about the House Select Committee. Trump has already played guilty. That was today, just before we jumped on here a little bit. Um, He said, not guilty, Trump said. No pretrial detention for Donald Trump. It's a federal case, so there will not be cameras in the courtroom. Blase, 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 blah. We have audio mm-hmm. from Donald Trump. Donna, give it to me. Well, thank you very much. This is a very sad day for America. And it was also very sad driving through Washington, D.C. and seeing the filth and the <laughs> decay and all of the broken buildings and walls and the graffiti. This is not the place that I left. It's a very sad thing to see it. Uh, When you look at what's happening, this is a persecution of a political opponent. Master deflector. That's your boy. Give it to you. Stop. You you gave me Trump. You gave me Bush. I need you to stop. 
I need you to stop. He's a master deflector, though. Like, you can always count on him to say, they ask a question, they want you to answer this, and he's going to answer something totally different. And people really, truly get caught up in whatever it is he's talking about. You got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. That's hilarious, though. I don't like Trump, but I do find him funny. I'm sorry. You like him? He's funny. Vagina. Funny. You, you like it. This isn't the place I left it. There's graffiti on the walls. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Trump is funny. There's no denying it. Um, what do you want me to say? Trump's indicted. We knew this was coming. I think people were really waiting on this one because it's been such a long process. And they were curious as to what Jack Smith was exactly going to charge Trump with. What I find, I will say what I find, and of course we had the hearings and the committee and people have been, they've been talking to different people and they've really taken their time to what I think was put together a masterful indictment in the, in, in, in the way that they decided to charge Trump. And it, like, this, the strategy, and this is just me assuming, obviously, I ain't had any conversations with Jack Smith, but his strategy seems to be so calculated, in my opinion, in the best way. Trump has constantly talked about his First Amendment rights and how he is allowed to speak publicly about the election and how he didn't, he thought there was an election fraud and how he wanted to challenge it. And, you know, he was, I believe, expecting them to come after him about directly inciting the insurrection. And they didn't. And that's been his whole thing. He's talked about the weaponization of the indictments. He's talked about them politicizing all of this by going after him. And he's talked about he has a First Amendment right. With what they've charged him with, that argument fails, in my opinion. They didn't charge him with anything that would, where he can say, well, that's just my First Amendment right. They charged him with conspiracy. They charged him with obstruction. And I think that is, and, and, and even acknowledging in the indictment what he has a right to, they flat out say it. He has a right to, to say that he doesn't believe that the election was, you know, fair. He can say that he thinks that, you know, uh, that he thinks whatever he thinks, he's allowed to speak about his opinion. He's allowed, he's allowed to challenge it. He's allowed to file lawsuits. And I find it interesting that they acknowledged it and then said, but this is what we're charging him with. And a lot of what I feel like a lot of the GOP or, you know, Trump supporters are saying is they're focusing on this. Here it is, another indictment. They're not focusing on the substance of what's within the indictment. They're more so focusing on the efforts of it. And that's what I think Jack Smith and everyone else who worked on this, the DOJ, did a really great job with because what they're charging him with, he has no defense. And it seems like they've really aligned their evidence. Pence seems to be so key in all of this. And um, yeah, I, I... think this is a really strong case and not what Trump and his attorneys were expecting. Why is there a narrative that's being spun as the legal eagle spreads her wings? That there has to be some evidence that Trump knowingly lied. If the charges lay around the electors plot and the obstruction plot, why am I hearing from people that he has to believe in his heart 
that the election was stolen. <laughs> and they have to prove that he, excuse me, not that he has to believe that the election was stolen. They have to prove that he didn't actually believe it. They have to prove that he's lying about it for him to be culpable in some way. Am I wrong about this? I've heard this. I was listening no, to No, you're, you're, Abrams you are ABC. right. So why, what, how does that play into this? My belief, and I will preface this by saying this is not my expertise of the law. Oh, this is the out. type of law that I practice. Hmm? Spit it out. But what I <laughs> say is they have to prove intent, right? Mm. That he was intentionally conspiring, that he was intentionally obstructing. And the only way to prove ah. intent is to show that he knew these were false claims. Because if he says he did know, then he didn't intend to do it. So you still have to prove that level of intent. That's mm. what I believe it is. So he's not challenging. He's defrauding. He's obstructing. He's doing all of that stuff. And he meant um, to. He had to have known that what he was saying was a lie. These are probably the most serious charges against Mm-hmm. Trump's got problems all over the place, and he still faces problems in Georgia. Can I ask you a question and get your judgment on it? You know, okay, I hope I can. I, I do hope I can answer your question. This is not a legal eagle question. This is a question. It's a cultural, political question. Oh, okay. Trump claims that all of this stuff is thinly veiled election interference. Yes. He, he says that he is a threat to take back the White House in 2024. And because of that, there are people that are out to get him. Mm -hmm. Rip him out of the race. Do you think that these prosecutions that um, are being levied at Donald Trump in all of these different places would be happening if Donald Trump was not running for president. Yes. Hmm. I do. I mean, the ins are you saying each indictment or this particular indictment? So... Because I do believe this one, regardless, would have happened. Maybe not New I, York. I believe that what uh, D.A. Willis is doing in Atlanta would be. By the way, none of this matters. Sure. <laughs> I'm just yeah. asking. Um, I believe that what D.A. Uh, Willis in, in down in Georgia is doing would definitely happen. Um, but sometimes I do wonder. And when I say this, I don't mean this as election interference. I don't. I don't necessarily look at it as election interference. Yeah, I get that. I think that some of these things are so unprecedented for a former American president that it wouldn't be worth the trouble in a lot of ways if he had gone away quietly. Uh, if he had resigned himself to the fact that you know, his time in the political spotlight was over, um, even if he was still a huge cultural factor and a kingmaker in the Republican Party, I think that perhaps some of this stuff wouldn't be worth 
um, the divisiveness and the political animus and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But because he continues to try to achieve that office and people have seen what he's capable of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when trusted with that much power that it's put a battery in the back of the DLJ and anybody else around the country that sees the threat that he could be. I think that these various people are in their estimation protecting the United States from Donald Trump because they've seen the outcome. I only think that about New York. Okay. I and and the only reason is because all the other three are tied to either the election, like the 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 this this current indictment with around the insurrection, I absolutely would still be happening because somebody has to be held responsible for what we all saw on January 6th. And I think that that would be happening regardless. I don't think they would have just stopped at um trying the people who were actually participating in it. I think they would have always charged Donald Trump with that. I think there was something that they wanted to send a message out. And I mean, obviously, I, there was something that I crimes were were committed, I believe, too. But Georgia? I think she was going after I, him because I, I think that D.A. Willis, while she is a... While I believe that she's doing things for the right reason and she's trying to change the lives of her constituents, there's another component to what she does and that component is frying big fish. And so, um, you know, that's the reason why some of these, some of these names have made her a star. And I think Trump is the ultimate big fish and she was going to go get him. And, and by the way, this is not saying that any of these things shouldn't have been prosecuted. It's just saying that uh, everyone keeps talking about how unprecedented it is that a former American president is being prosecuted. Um, you know, it's also unprecedented some of the things that have happened, but I think that there are people who probably would have stayed clear of these waters had yeah. he not sought more power. Yeah, I mean, I for sure this one and Florida would have happened. I don't think you could turn away from that. I think Georgia is just, I think it's a serious one as well, but I maybe not as much as Florida in this one, for sure. Because it, it, like, it compromised the office of what it is to be the president of the United States. Hmm. To me, more than the other ones. I'm not saying the other two don't matter. I'm just saying, if, 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 we're, if we're talking about in the context of how you presented it to me, I got to go with Florida and the insurrection charges. Why don't or the you charges, the re- charges related to, this, to the insurrection. Ask the Ouija board what would have happened. Don't, t- don't touch my goddamn Ouija board! R- oh, my God. Rach, oh, my Lord. Ra- see, Donnie, <laughs> see? 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 I'm telling you, man. We're all close full circle. <laughs> What's uh, full circle? Okay. What does that mean? Full circle. How comes full circle? It starts <laughs> with Jesus and ends with Jezebel. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right, Lizzo. 
Not uh, a laugh. Lizzo. Not a chuckle. It's, so I'm wait, wait. Saying. When you heard this, when you heard the listeners, before you even intro it, because everybody, at this point, people don't heard about Lizzo. Is that, yeah. Was that your reaction? Yeah, nigga, what are we doing? For real? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, uh, what like, are we doing as in the people making the claim or Lizzo? Just, is this the world? Intro it. Even, I want it, Donnie and Ashley in on this one. Donnie, Ashley, please jump in on this. If Chloe the alien is there, this has to be oh, a yeah, family Chloe, conversation. Chloe, Chloe too. Like, if it, it, this has to be a family conversation. So Lizzo has denied the hostile environment that her ex-employees said that she created. She's denied the weight shaming. She's denied the allegations. I'm sure you guys heard through professional dancers. They filed a lawsuit against Lizzo. Um, and the lawsuit has a, a bunch of different allegations, wide-ranging allegations from uh, weight shaming to religious hostility to physical harassment to sexual harassment. One dancer said that Lizzo held a 12-hour audition after the dancers were already there to make sure they were up to par. And she was so scared that she was going to lose her job by not performing at the audition. She pissed her pants. There were allegations she said that, soiled. I don't know why I thought that meant pooped. I think it's either way. Soil, poop, or pee. I feel like maybe I read could be soiled right. and I read pooped. I don't I, honestly. I I have no idea. That was just my assumption. Either way, sorry. Keep I'll going. say this. I'll say this. I do feel like there's a difference there, and I'll be honest with you. I feel like Peeing I could be pooping? in a situation to where I'm trying to hold it for something, and I pee on myself. I can see that. that. Has that happened recently? Nah. Okay. I'm glad that you tried to shave me, but... Well, you said it. A, I could see that <laughs> happening, but I can tell you one thing right now. Nobody's making me shit on myself. <laughs> no one is making me shit on myself, man. You know, be in a situation, you miss the wrong exit, you get down there, whatever. I'm not about to be in no audition. And I have to take a shit and I'm going to shit myself. I'm not saying it didn't happen to these ladies. I'm just saying. Um, it was all more shocking allegations. Uh, I, I think, think it's one, poop. It's, she shit herself. She I think herself. from what I'm saying, I think it's poop. Donnie, was it shit or, or piss? Do you know? I don't know. I feel like soiled is a broad term that includes both or either. But... I also could be wrong. When I hear soiled, I think we're keeping it broad and mysterious. That's a very specific word. I mean, Urban Dictionary says usually by pooping or shitting your pants. <laughs> oh, it says or by having your period or peeing. So I don't know. Soiled is a specific I, word. I, 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 I'm against period being soiled. That's not. I agree. But that's, that's Urban right. Dictionary. I agree. Um, We haven't even gotten to the banana incident. Apparently... They're, they were going to clubs, strip clubs or clubs overseas where sexual acts were performing. And one of these sexual acts, a woman suck of a banana in her vagina. Say it right. Vagina. 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 <laughs> Stuck a banana in there. And then Lizzo encouraged somebody to eat part of the banana out of this performer's vagina. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. This is what the suit alleges. All this is alleged. Um, and then there was the religious harassment by the dance captain and all of that stuff. Sherling Quigley is her name. Said that she would tell people over and over again that they had to give their lives to Jesus. Um, you see that? She would over and over again tell them they had to give their lives to Jesus. She found out that one of the dancers was a virgin. And then when she found out one of the dancers was a virgin, she'd always bring it up. But meanwhile, she'd also talk about the fact that she had an oopsie. And an oopsie meant that she had masturbated that day. And uh, apparently, she talked about sexual stuff so much that all the dancers knew that her sexual fantasy was to have 10 dicks in her face at once. This is all in the lawsuit. So, I mean, it's all it's all there. So, uh, it's a lot of shit going on. Lizzo has um has uh has responded. Okay, these these ladies went on to a television show and they also said other things more directly they said after they gained weight that Lizzo held a meeting where she said that the dancers get fired for gaining weight. Obviously, that cuts directly against Lizzo's uh, yeah. persona. Yeah, it's crazy. Two dancers were actually fired in April and May following that 12-hour rehearsal that we talked about. Um, these are Lizzo's statements. These are sensationalized stories that are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I've always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. Not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate any employee because of their weight. I am hurt, but I would not let the good work I've done be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out in support to lift me up during this difficult time. Uh, she's also hired Marty Singer. Marty Singer is a Oh, she hired Marty. Yeah. <laughs> a notorious Hollywood bulldog, Marty the Mauler, who has represented such men as Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he has. Uh, no, he represented um, he represented the powers that be at Extra when there were accusations last year at the Daily Beast about how they ran the show. Yeah, stuff. Bill Cosby, Charlie Sheen, a bunch of different people. Um, he, he, Marty Singer. So, so, I mean, look, we know more about this now in terms of Lizzo's response that we did yesterday or the day before whenever when this story broke. And you know, people have been going off on her for the last couple of days and you've seen some other people come forward on social media to talk about their experiences with Lizzo. You know, Lizzo's self-centered. Lizzo's a jerk. Lizzo's this, Lizzo's that. I saw one girl talking about Lizzo stole her boyfriend. So the pylon always happens when something like this is uncovered. What do you make of all of this, Rachel? 
I was talk. I've been talked to a couple of people about this. One, I saw Jason Lee's post where he basically said, Lizzo's not my friend, but I don't believe this. And just kind of basically talked about this is the world we live in where people do this kind of stuff. I was talking to somebody else and they said, I said, you know, if there were so many stories about her, why is it that we weren't hearing anything? Why does that seem to happen? And the person said to me, because nobody wants to be the first. It could be true or not true, but nobody wants to be the first person. People are scared to be the first person to tell their story because of backlash or people not believing them. That made a lot of sense to me. You asked me, what sense do I make of this? I don't know. All we can do is speculate to the things that we've heard. It's so outrageous. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure where there's some smoke, there's fire. I don't want to not believe people. But then on the other hand, you're like, well, these people are also fired. Are they disgruntled employees? Like, I just, you just don't know. So it's hard to even discuss this. But I'll tell you one thing. When I read it, my first reaction was not laughter, man. I didn't chuckle. I didn't laugh. I think I was, I was so taken aback because of what Lizzo represents and what Lizzo stands for. All of this seems to contradict it. And I, I don't know Lizzo. We don't really know people behind closed doors. We don't know, you know, who they are. We know who they are with their persona, what they present to us, what they give to us. Um, so I don't know, but for what her brand is and who, what she seems to stand for when we do see her talk and her music and what she represents, this seems to contradict it completely. So it's tough to hear because you don't want it to be true because she means so much to so many people. Hmm. We'll see. Donnie? I'm tipsy. <laughs> I, my initial reaction was, um, Similar to Vans, I think I, I kind of chuckled when I read the news. Um, a lot of Man. it is because it's it's crazy. Um, well, okay, first of all, I've never really been a fan of Lizzo. Um, she kind of... There's on, a certain things with certain celebrities or uh, artists who they get this like massive stamp of approval from white people that like rubs me the wrong way or makes me suspicious. So like... She gave me that vibe. It's the same thing with like um, Key and Peele made me feel like that <laughs> back in the day. And Donald Glover has before. So it's like I put her in that category in my mind. So, but it's also, I chuckle because like if the allegations are true, the the body shaming stuff is crazy because it literally goes against like so mm-hmm. much of what her public image is about. And it's like, it seems so crazy that it couldn't be real. But yeah. it, if it is, it's like, that's wild. So I couldn't help but to chuckle. Um, and like the sex stuff is crazy. Um, but like, you can't be pressuring people to eat, you know, vagina bananas. That's not cool. That's crossing the line. But she's been, she's been quoted as, uh, she's talked about, I've read interviews where she's talked about wanting to do this specific thing when visiting Amsterdam. So it's not as left, as of le- out of left field as the oh wow the body shaming stuff is and I got similar thoughts about the um, like the twelve hour rehearsals like I feel like she as from what I know about her 
comes from like the Brits and the James Brown school of thought where it's like you you work and work and work and it's like that might cross the line for a lot of people too and I get that but that also doesn't feel as out of left field as the the body shaming stuff. Donnie, can I ask you why do you think that or no, not why. Do you think that Lizzo appeals more to white people than black people and if so why? I can't I don't I don't know exactly why. It just that that's just how she came about in my mind or in my consciousness. Huh. Um it cuz I mean, I when I really listen to some of her music, I really fuck with it. Like the the Pink song from the Barbie soundtrack is amazing. I listened to that several times. Um but it's just something about how she was brought to my attention um and it being like introduced to me through this it seems like a white lens it i don't know it just it it rubbed me the wrong way i don't know why though so they well very well said a sweet booty <laughs> okay um so there's a couple of things about i mean musically her just music her music doesn't happen so and so the 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 inability to connect to the music is that it's not very soulful it sounds like shit from a But commercial. Donnie said he connects. I connect I, with the Pink song, not all of them. I think that, that first song that I heard, I, I agree with Van. I'm sorry. Yeah, like the, the, the music, but that, that's not, has nothing to do with what we're discussing here. Okay. Um, I think a bunch of things. Number one, certainly all of these things could be true and I leave space for them to be true. Right? Uh, I do. Somebody's public persona shouldn't absolve them of being held to a standard of decency in the workplace. Um, and just because somebody is beloved and is an avatar for things that are good, uh, that doesn't shield them from accountability if they are, in fact, um, just exhibiting poor, poor, poor behavior. All right. So if Lizzo did all of this. You're right. And if, if all of this is the works and it's true and if, all of that stuff is accurate, is what it is. Like, uh, she's got to take her medicine for it. All right, I will say this, though. Overall, I feel like there's a greater point here. And that point is that we have created a dynamic in society, right, to where everyone is the last person's opinion of them. So. Lizzo was a hero to almost all of these groups last week. She right. was a hero to the body positive body, body positivity movement. She was a hero to the sexual expression movement. Um, she was a hero to the uh, dancer, big lady dancer movement. All of that stuff. All of this stuff she was a hero to. And now, because of interactions with this group of people, she's now a villain. And everyone took their chance to take a chunk out of her ass. At first, it was the lawsuits, which are... I saw what you just did right there. First, there were the lawsuits. I saw it. Don't, don't worry about it. I saw You I, said I, it. I, I'm so, I'm so, I saw and what you, you did you know right why there. you said it. That's not why I said it. I say that all the time. Um, first, it was the lawsuits. And then it was the pylon. And then after the pylon comes the mea culpa. And then after the mea culpa come, becomes the forever stained by this. Y'all. Celebrities have been getting sued for a long time. People have been getting sued and accused of things for like a long time. All right? 
Sometimes they settle these lawsuits. Sometimes these lawsuits get thrown out. If you loved and fucked with Lizzo Mm -hmm. before these allegations came out, there's absolutely zero reason not to now. When there is some sort of uh, answer here, when this is resolved, then perhaps you'll have enough information to make the decision about whether or not Lizzo is who you thought she is. But the reality is, just because these ladies said this, that don't mean it's true. Here's the deal. If that's true for Lizzo, that is also going to have to be true for a lot of other people, namely men, who are in this same situation. I'll tell you what I have seen. What I have seen are a lot of women who I greatly respect and um, look at their and, and value their perspectives on things be significantly less how can I put it? Significantly less hard on Lizzo than they would have been Oh, if this for the allegations of a dealt. man, for sure. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that that's that there's no that there's no reason that that's the case. I'm not saying that there's no history. Let me make this very clear. What I'm saying is, obviously, there is a power matrix, and there is a history of men abusing women, to where a man in this situation could and should be looked at differently. However, I would say beyond that, in the larger scope of things, an accusation does not equal a conviction. It doesn't. Doesn't mean that. It just doesn't. And there was so much... In the court of public opinion is what you're saying, because that's what happens. Well, I mean, this is not even a a, a criminal situation here. This is a civil situation. But we do convict them in the court of public opinion, and that's what you're referring to. Right. And so what I'm saying is that, like, in this situation, I'm not, of course, it's disappointing that she would be anywhere near this. But until we know something, we just don't know it. And that's what I'm trying to work on. And so for me, I think this is a good case study because this is somebody who's absolutely beloved, Mm -hmm. somebody who people don't want to believe this about. And it's not as easy as somebody else who might have a little bit more of a controversial public persona or somebody who might be a little bit different. People don't want to throw Lizzo away. Uh, A lot of women particularly don't want to throw Lizzo away. Sure. So so the pylon, which which is being led by a lot of online incels and some people who just like mess, it's it's almost like a ha-ha, gotcha, and people are taking joy in this. I don't take any joy or any pain. Lizzo got sued by some of her dancers. They alleged some crazy shit. It's funny to me that this mess is out there like that. And it's funny that no one, no one, nobody is immune to this. Everybody's going to get their turn. Your favorite person is going to get their turn being called trash, being quasi-canceled, all of that. Whoever this person is, I guarantee you got something right now. I tell you right now. One day, the Tom Hankses and the Denzel Washingtons are going to be on the other end of this type of thing. People that we have seen for a long time that 
seem like they never do anything wrong. These people are going to have a point where either somebody digs something up or where someone says, hey, this person's an asshole. Okay? Mm -hmm. um, these are very serious things yeah. that, that people are alleging. But it doesn't mean that they happen. So yeah. you don't have to endeavor into the I fucking can't stand Lizzo campaign right now if you don't want to. That's all I'm saying. And that's something that I have to work on. And I feel like even through the progression of this podcast is something that I've, I guess I've seen myself change a little bit. It is easy because you hear it and you're like, well, if it's that wild, it's got to be true. Or if people are filing this lawsuit and it, 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 there must be some truth to it. And so I have got to work on sometimes. And I feel like I did in, in my response to it, but I've seen myself have to pull back and say, just because somebody said that doesn't mean it's true, but that also doesn't mean that I excuse this person just because they're a celebrity. And so I don't want people to think, oh, you know, she's just being Switzerland. She doesn't want to make, make a decision. How can we at this point? We don't know enough. And so I can speak on it in the way that I did about the disappointment just to hear it because of what she represents. So I, I'm not going either way. I think I have learned and been burnt both ways on both sides of it. Now, have, now, having said all of that, if this is true, Lizzo's the biggest fucking fraud in the town. She's, I, and, she would and, be a fraud. And the reason why I say that is because she has made a lot of her social capital with asking people for goodwill. She, Lizzo seems, Lizzo is an unbelievably talented artist, but she also always asks people to do better. And she makes people confront what she feels like their biases yeah. are, their prejudices are, and um, their shortcomings and the, the glitches in the way they view society. Lizzo says, I put, your, I put my ass in your face because my ass is beautiful. And if you don't find my ass beautiful, then that's your problem and not mine. I'm good with that. If that's the case, though, you cannot tell somebody else their ass isn't beautiful. You just simply can't tell somebody to lose weight. You can't. Yeah. I'm just being for real. You, you can't. If it's about being sex positive and understanding all of those things, cool. But you can't make somebody eat a banana out of a vagina. If you want to eat bananas out of a vagina, you can eat bananas out of a vagina all your life. You can't do that. So if these things are proven to be true, if there is evidence of, because, you know, they got to prove this stuff. There's got to be some sort of text message or they have to be testimony by other or dancers. maybe video footage. Or video footage. There has to be this stuff if they are going to win this lawsuit unless they're trying to pressure her to settle, which a settlement is not out of the question um, when you consider how much she's getting her ass kicked. If that comes out, then Lizzo got to fry. You'd what have is, to fry her. What did Donnie call it? Vagina, it, banana, vagina, vagina, banana, banana. vaginas. <laughs> Ashley, what do you think? What do you believe, Ashley? Now, um, I think that I've always had a weird feeling that she was maybe pulling an Ellen DeGeneres on us. You know, like I always had this feeling, and everyone around me got mad at me every time I said that, and I always had that, but, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'll say this. I won't 100% believe it yet. I'll keep it like, you know, just because it's not fully proven. But 
in the back of my mind, I don't think Lizzo is 100% innocent here. Because she just pulls that, she tries to make herself seem like she's, you know, the best, nicest person. We're all, we're all human. And we're allowed to have that human, you know, thing. But Lizzo kind of made her image into this, you know, best, nicest person ever. And I think it's okay to show that you're human, but it's not okay what, if she did the, what was it, the banana the vagina thing? So I, vagina, I have a question banana. to both of you ladies right now. Obviously, we've talked a lot about the credo, the moniker, the, not really moniker, but the, the mantra, um, the slogan, believe women. And that plays into the situation. You have women here who are saying that they were sexually harassed. Right. You have women here who, who say they were body shamed and all of that stuff. Right. In this situation, when we're talking about the credo, believe women, yeah. who does it apply to? These victims? These or Lizzo. victims? Or Lizzo? Who do you believe? Well, I, I don't think that that's the, that's the point. I'm not choosing, oh, I believe her or I believe them. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm saying is making space for, you know, these accusations have been made. I'm not discrediting them. That's what I, that's what I feel like believe that means to discredit them and say, oh, that's absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Lizzo would never do that is yeah. not believing women. But, and to do the same thing with Lizzo, if I'm like immediately shaming her and saying, oh, you know, like these have to be true, then there are these accusations have to be true, then I would be doing that to her too. So I think it's just like making space for, I want to see how this plays out. I need to hear more. I need more evidence. I need to see how people respond to it. But I'm not counting anything off the, I'm not taking anything off the table at this point. Mm. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. You know who Clarissa Shields is? Clarissa Shields is 
Um, hold on, interesting. Donnie, do you know who Clarissa Shields is? I didn't before yesterday. No, interesting. But I'm not a big boxing person. Not but a that's a person. That's a not a lot of people. Same. Not not a lot of people are big boxing people. I get it. Um, so it's actually not that interesting. Um, she is uh maybe the best female boxer of all time. Of all time. Okay. Wow. Donnie, we need to do better. She could be. She is. She was the first person, male or female, to be a two-time undisputed champion in a different weight class in the four-belt era. So there used to be three belts, Mojo Dojo Casa House. There used to be three belts, IBF, WBC, WBA. You unite all the belts, you are the... um undisputed champ. Then the WBO as a sanctioning body became a sanctioning body that was on par with the WBC, the WBA, and the IBF. Four belts. So four belts. So now there are four different champions, four belts. You get all four belts, now you're undisputed. Okay. Not easy to do. You normally got to beat four champions. Okay. Uh, and then on top of that, maybe there's a vacancy situation. The timer doesn't always... Well, she did that at one weight class. She moved up to another weight class and she did it again. Now, Terrence Crawford just did that. But a lady boxer did it first, and that's Clarissa Shields, who also okay. is an Olympic gold medalist. She is just simply one of the most accomplished athletes in Amazing. the entire world. Clarissa Shields. Okay. Uh, she now wants to... um. She wants to uh to 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 try something different. She wants to fight a man. She has been calling out Keith one time Thurman. Uh, I think he was the WBA welterweight champion for a while back there in the day. Um, she wants to fight him. She says that she wants to fight him in the battle of the sexes. It started. She calls herself the quote, the greatest woman of all time. Mm-hmm. She responded to a post highlighting quotes from Errol Smith's tweet said, Errol, Errol Smith Jr. said, I didn't even feel like considering Keith Thurman as an opponent. Keith Thurman wants to fight. He wanted to fight the winner of the Errol Smith's book Crawford fight, but I don't think that's going to happen for Keith. Um, not bad fight for guys to take. He's a good fighter, but I think those guys are trying to move on to much, much bigger fights. And then Shields responded. She said, I'll fight Thurman at 154 pounds. So serious. All the respect in the world to him, too. I just think I can outbox him. Keith Thurman responded and said he would consider a charity fight, which would see them both wearing bigger gloves for more protection and wearing headgear. Additionally, he would be restricted to using his jab against her. He could only jab. So he can't throw any hooks, any uppercuts. He can just jab. Uh, she's called out male fighters before. She challenged Jake, ba- Jake Paul to a $100,000 six-round sparring session that never came to fruition. I think that Keith Thurman should actually fight him. With those rules in place? No. Exactly. I don't think he should fight her with those rules in place. If you're going to fight, let's fight. Yeah, I think he would work her even with those rules in place. I think it's ridiculous, but 
I'm to the point now to where I want to see one of these guys do this. Just so we can stop doing this. What do you think that, oh, because you think that she would lose? What? I don't know, Van. I don't know. the. I don't know. I don't yeah, know anything about Keith. She, I, Keith one time Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it is is she being outrageous for those? Because I feel like a lot of the audience is probably like me. So for 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 um, is she being outrageous by calling this out? Is this a lose situation for her? If the rules, if with taking taking those rules out that you just named, if it's just like we're gonna fight, fight one on one. Is she wild for thinking that she has stands a chance with Keith one time Thurman? Absolutely. I like it though. So you want, me, so basically, I just want to be clear. You want Keith to tell her to shut the fuck up. Nope. You want, want Keith them, to shut her up. Because nope, you said, I let's want, just get this over with and let's just have this happen. You let want me tell Keith you why. Tell, I, you want to let me shut you, her up. Let me tell you why I want one of these guys to actually do this. Let me tell you why. You want to see her get her ass beat? No, I don't. I think that this standard needs to die. Okay. I think in ladies' sports, women's sports, though we can do it like the men's standard, I think it needs to die. And I think that that standard, without us even knowing, reinforces patriarchy. And let me tell you why. Like, Women's boxing, women's basketball, women's whatever. These are sports where these women display the highest levels of skill. Mm -hmm. They are displaying tremendous amounts of skill. Skills that they've learned and acquired over time. Okay? There's no reason to compare them to anyone else. They are the top level in their sports. Men's basketball and women's basketball are two different sports. It's not that men's basketball is a sport that is a superior sport to women's basketball. It is a different sport. It's a different game. The women's basketball That's how you players, should say it. It's a different game is what you should the, say. The, the very best of them aren't looking up to anyone. They're at the top of their thing, Right? They're not looking up to anybody, okay? So her saying that she can be the guy, or not only a guy, but because there are probably plenty of guys that she could outpoint, right? But beat somebody else who was a world champion at 147, I mean, that's a good way to get, like, like attention and a good way to talk shit. But then you actually start having arguments where people are saying, well, we've never seen anything like Clarissa Shields. She could probably hang in with Keith Thurman. Not only can Clarissa Shields not hang in with Keith Thurman, she can't hang in with any ranked pro, pro welterweight. She couldn't hang in with anyone in any weight class, maybe down to 118 in men's. She couldn't. It's not the same thing. It's a different thing. Well, and there's... It, it, it's a it, it's a it's this this a fact like she she couldn't do it. So my thing is, if we're gonna talk about women's sports and we're gonna talk about what they mean and how people should be supporting them, I love watching Clarissa Shields fight, like love watching her fight. 
I actually wouldn't be that entertained watching some guy like Keith Thurman fucking play around with her, making her look bad, which he probably wouldn't do. Like, he'll probably take it easy on her for four or six rounds or whatever it would be. That's what I was going to say, the optics. Nobody wants to see a man beating up on a woman like that. But I'm also saying it, if that happens, it completely detracts away from the fact that in her sport, she's untouchable. Like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't need to prove anything by fighting Keith Thurman. But I I desperately want one of these people, one of these guys who gets... Ronda Rousey was doing the same thing. Ronda Rousey was like, Mm -hmm. uh, it was like, Ronda Rousey can beat the men. Ronda Rousey can beat some of the men. Ronda Rousey got in the ring with Holly Holm and got her motherfucking ass kicked. And that's not a diss to Ronda Rousey. I'm just saying. If the only way for us to stop doing this and respect these sports for what they are is to actually put this out there, God bless you. Then I think somebody somebody should like step up to one of these challenges. It would stop though. Like if let's just say this fight does happen and she loses and it's an embarrassment or whatever, there will be another person who will be who will rise to the top of that sport and then will want to challenge it. Let me ask the board. Ask the board. Hell no! Don't touch that goddamn Ouija board, man. (laughs) I feel Satan coming through the goddamn. Um, did you see the lady who got too much ass to work at Costco? Yes, I saw that mess. Donnie, play the video. I just want to know, do I look inappropriate for work? My dress code is a polo and dress pants or jeans, no rips. I'm dressed appropriately. However, I was called into the office because I don't have the right body shape. (laughs) I cannot help my body shape. I got a verbal because of my body shape. And I was told I need to wear bigger clothes. I don't appreciate being body shamed. I'm being body shamed. They don't know what I went through in my life and the trauma that I went through to have to deal with being body shamed at work. All I want to do is work. And I'm not being dramatic, but you pulled me away from doing my job to tell me that I have the wrong type of body to wear the clothes that I'm wearing. I have on regular dress pants. And your excuse was the men in the tire shop and the boys keep stopping and looking at me. That's not my fault. You don't know the type of hell I had to go through my whole life just for how I look. So, I mean, if you guys can't see it, bring it up. She kind of, you know, she kind of got that papal. Donnie, would you say she got that papal? I would. I would say that respectfully. (laughs) Respectfully. Uh, Rachel, do you think she's dressed inappropriately? Yep. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I don't care what y'all say. You call me a prude or what? First off, I think this video is fake. (laughs) I think it's probably fake too. She wanted attention. I really do. She wanted attention. Like, I, I was looking at the comments and people were like, not you talking in that s- sexy, sexual voice. I- I'm past that. First off, she said the attire was dress pants. Even as, as you were prompting this, this topic, I looked again at the video. Those aren't dress pants. You don't, aren't walking into anybody's corporate setting wearing those pants. Those are not dress pants. And even so, like, She's a beautiful woman. She looks great. But if the dress code is dress pants, 
those are so form-fitted. Nobody's telling you, like, my understanding is nobody is saying to you, your size isn't appropriate. They're asking you to wear clothes. Those pants don't fit. She got them on. They don't fit. Okay. So let's I'm sorry. do this. Let's, They're let's do very this. sec, like, like, they, let's let's do this. Let's do this. People are gonna let's be mad first at me. do one thing. Let's pretend that it's real, because I don't think that it's really. Yeah, um, she saw old girl at Home Depot, and thought and I too can, I too can go viral, and she has. So Here we are talking about her. Let's let's just do the thought exercise. Let's pretend that it's real, and let's Fine. bring all different types of situations into this. We know that the bodies of black ladies are different and and you know the bodies of women of varying different ethnicities sometimes can be a little bit different they're different than the standards sometimes were uh created for sure and, and sometimes just for being themselves their bodies can be hypersexualized and their bodies can be hey whatever they are hypersexualized yes okay Cool. Fine. We know that. Great. Is there a possibility that that what this sister is wearing um, on somebody else, that it wouldn't look the same? And should she have to dress in a certain way that tones down her appearance? No. Because no, of no, anybody no. else's perception of her. Okay. Yes, it would look different on a person who did not have hips, butt, and thighs. Mm-hmm. I am not saying she cannot wear those pants, but I am taking a bird's eye view at those pants. They are pulling. They are, she could, they are pulling in the crotch area. They are tight. They are form fitted. She could wet, go up a size and it would still, it wouldn't be hiding her curves. It would, she's wearing, she wants them extremely tight. Again, that is her prerogative. She can wear that, but that doesn't mean that it fits the dress code, I guess, that's required of her at Costco. She could go up a size, still wear those pants, and it wouldn't hide the fact that she is a curvy woman. But I'm looking at the, the way those pants are pulling on her. I'm looking at it. You're offended. I'm not offended, but like I, okay. I'm not the same size as her, but I am a curvy woman. And I think people may question that, but I really am. I wear a lot of baggy clothes. <laughs> I wear a lot of baggy clothes. Why no, are you people, saying that? People? Because I think people are like, no, she's not. I am. Like, I gain all my weight between my hips and my knees. I So I am curvy. Like, my, I am a totally different size from the waist up than I am from the waist down. Like, mm-hmm. like difference. Like, like two and then a Nigga, six. you're curvy. We got I'm it. Curvy. Go ahead. Ain't I'm nobody... Curvy. And I'm just saying, I understand the way that you have to wear pants and how they can pull on you and you might have to go up a size or you might even have to have them tailored because we get the pull out in the back because we mm-hmm. have to get them bigger to fit over, you know, our thighs, our hips and our butt. And so like, I'm I'm just looking at the pant. She could have gone up a size. She could have. And it's still, and it wouldn't have, and it wouldn't have been body shaming her. It's just, she wanted a tight pant. So. Okay. You don't think that Costco is doing the most. You think that she's doing the most. Then the question is, yes. do, black, do women who are curvy 
have a responsibility to play down their curves to be in the workplace. No, no. If she went up a size, you would still see that she was a curvy woman. That you can't, just to me, is just type. So you feel like she's not, you feel like she's accentuating her curves to she's a point accentuating that is, it. to a degree that's inappropriate in the workplace. And I don't think she was being shamed. It's just like, you could go, like, yes, if looking at her body type, you will always see that she's a curvy woman. Mm-hmm. But like that, that pant size is too small. If she like, it's just too small. She needs to go up uh, size. Uh, Ashley, what do you think? I am. I do think that the video is a little suspicious. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, just because of literally what Rachel was saying, the pants aren't dressed, and the voice and the way that she's making in the video is kind of sus as well. But <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. It's just like, I know it happens a lot, like wherever you go as a woman, right? Um, You could be wearing like (laughs) whatever Billie Eilish was wearing, you know, when she first came out um, as a singer and people will still tell you that you're dressed inappropriately and that you're too too curvy, especially as a black woman. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling a little suspicion, suspicion. Uh, interest. You think? Do you think her pants were too tight? Like she could have gone up a size, right? Yeah, she can go up a size. Yeah, and she still would have been curving, and you still would have seen that she had all of that. Those were just too tight. But again, it's so, it's hard. It's so hard to talk about it because it's so fake. I'm going. I'm going to her. Uh, to her Instagram right now. Um, I'm looking at her Instagram. She's, they've turned her into a cartoon. She's put it on there. I'm looking at her Instagram. This is what she says. She thanks you to everyone who supports me and understands what I was saying in my video. To the ones that didn't agree with me but gave me, gave me great advice, I appreciate you too. I understand you said it out of love and good intentions. To the ones that felt the need to harshly criticize me and jump on the bandwagon of disrespect and try to create a false narrative of my situation, I understand that's a you problem. It's deeper than me. I pray for your spirit. Okay. I just don't um, think it's that big of a deal. It, well, how could it not be that if, if in fact it's true, then it's got to be a big deal, right? Did she get fired? Uh, no, she said she was reprimanded for it. For it. But if mm. she, if she, get I don't think she should. I don't think she should have been reprimanded. Now, let's just say it is true. I do or not they told think her they, they told her to dress differently. I need to see how everybody else is dressed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving around. I gotta go to the bathroom. I didn't see how everybody else is dressed. Is Chloe there as well? Yes, I am. What do y'all think about this one? I need a woman. I need. I, I need the women to jump in. What, what do we think? Just from looking at the video, I personally don't even think those are dress pants. Something that she would wear. Like if I saw her up in Costco, I'd be like, "Where is she going?" Because that's definitely not something. I feel like you would see in most, like most women, and I get your point to what you said about black women and how most of the times in workplaces, they are looked at differently because of the things they wear and how it may sit differently because of their curves and hips and whatnot. Um, But I just personally think those pants in general aren't even dress, dress pants. I'll tell you what, she has absolutely zero support from the women of, of higher learning. Y'all not fucking with her. 
Y'all think she needs to put some clothes on and, and take her ass back out there and hand out some samples. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Real quick, here at Relaxed Family settles lawsuit, lawsuit biotech company that used their sales without consent more than 70 years after doctors at Johns Hopkins Medical Center took Henrietta Lacks' cervical sales without her knowledge. Jesus Christ, America. A lawyer for her descendants say they have reached a settlement with a biotechnology company that they accuse of reaping billions of dollars from a racist medical system. Um, if you don't know the story, Mrs. Lacks, her sales were harvested in 1951 when it was not illegal to do so without a patient's permission. But the lawyers for her family argued that Thermo Fisher Scientific of Waltham, Massachusetts, continued to commercialize the results long after the origins of the HeLa cell line became well known. Tissue taken from the black woman's tumor before she died of cervical cancer became the first human cells to continuously grow and reproduce in lab dishes. HeLa cells went on to become the cornerstone of modern medicine enabling countless scientific and medical innovations, including development of the polio vaccine, genetic mapping, and even COVID-19 vaccines. Mm. Despite that impact, their family never got any money. Right. Saved countless lives, got nothing but deception. Ben Crump, shout out to Benny Ben, who represented the family, announced the settlement on Monday and said the terms are confidential. The terms are confidential. Rachel, let me ask you a question. Okay. How much money? Oh man! Do you think they should get over a billion? Yeah, right. A ridiculous. And 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 I honestly don't think it money. should be capped. I think that they should be paid forever and for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation for what they stole from her and have continued to benefit. I mean, we they've benefited so much in the medical field based off of 
her sales. And so I think it should be limitless. Yeah, I mean, essentially what they subjected her to was uh, biological slavery. Yeah. So I think everybody should be, for the rest, her bloodline forever should be receiving money. You know, medical slavery, her, she was uh, unpaid, uh, without her consent, forced to do work. work Right. That lived on. Right. Um, So the reality is there's not a sum that they could pay her that would be enough. Exactly. And you guys should all be thankful to Henrietta Lacks. Um, I don't know if you should be. Well, she didn't, you, because she didn't consent to that. She didn't. So you can't thank somebody for something that they didn't want to do. But I think as we as a society continue to benefit off of, it's not, what was taken from her. There's no other way to say it. That's why I feel like her family, her bloodline should continue. They should, whatever they want, they should be able to have free education, that money, like nothing is going to compare to what was taken from her. So I think, yeah, shouldn't be just an amount. It's just whatever they want. Mailback. Mailback time, time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh, it's mailback time. Write us with your queries and we'll chime in. First question comes from DJ $23. They ask, favorite movies where animals get their get back against humanity? I mean, obviously Planet of the Apes. It's a good one. I love Caesar. The man. The man. That's number one for me. Uh, Planet of the Apes way up there. Probably the best answer. I also like Free Willy. Even though the animals don't get their get back, they free the clutches of the goddamn oppressive human regime. I'm telling you guys right now, uh, we haven't talked about Mount Lion recently, Donnie. Uh, We haven't talked about it recently. But the reality of the situation is that since we've been discussing this and talking about animals, there's been an animal revolution that's happened. And I'm telling you right now, I think that higher learning reverberating out through the airwaves and the animals that I've listened to it and Bozeman's advocating that he's done to the rest of the dogs in this neighborhood, which probably spread to the birds, which probably spread to the seals, which probably spread to the orcas. And now you see everybody getting a little feisty. I think the animal revolution is here. I can tell the animals right now. I don't want to lead. I just want to be amongst you. I want to be a servant to the animal nation. It's happening everywhere. I know you guys see it. I know you guys see seals stepping up, taking back the beaches. I know you see orcas stepping up, taking back the oceans. I know you see mountain lion stepping up, taking back the mountains. It's here. You guys have had your chance. You fucked the world. It's the hottest <laughs> year ever. Animals. They're making it right. Donnie, what's the next question? Uh, next one is from Icy Map. They ask, with all the drama around Little Meach and Summer Walker, have either of you been caught cheating or caught a significant other cheating? <laughs> yes. Yes and, yes and yes. Um. Keep going. <laughs> Yes and yes. <laughs> All right. Last one is from Wild Nietzsche. They ask, what are your thoughts on the presidential campaign of Cornell West? Seems odd that it hasn't been brought up. 
Cornell has been a titan of racial slash human justice activism for decades, and he's running on a platform to push Biden to address many of the things you have yearned for his administration to address. Rach? Van? Um, I don't think there's any specific reason we haven't really discussed Cornell West. I mean, I think we did talk a little bit about Go for it. What you got? Mm -mm. Is it because he doesn't really stand a chance? I I don't think he's... And I don't mean to discredit him or what he's done or what he has meant. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying... In light of everything else that's going on, it's like we're talking about Trump. We're talking about these indictments. We're talking about DeSantis because he's causing so much harm in Florida and is the runner-up behind Trump at this point. We're talking about Biden, obviously. So to me, I don't mean to sound rude, but for what? Well, I think to the point of the the mailback submission here is that there's an argument that Cornel West isn't trying to be the president, that what he's trying to do is raise awareness, push Biden, or make sure we don't take our eyes off of the ball when it comes to the things that we feel like this administration should be doing specifically for Black people. And in that, I'm sure that it's uh, it's very valuable. In Cornel West's mind and his critical um, and intellectual voice has been very valuable to me over the years. I was actually told him that a couple of weeks ago. I saw him at... Uh, the 10th anniversary of Black Lives Matter celebration um, at Lamert Park. Shout out to Professor Melina Abdullah, who brought me out there. Cal State LA. It was great. Had a great time out there. And I saw Cornel West and I told him that. Um, I, I don't think that we, to your point, Rachel, though, have talked a lot about the candidates that are on the fringe. We haven't had a lot of conversations about RFK Jr. Um, and that's not to compare him to Cornel West, but there is a similar energy in terms of people who are shaking things up. Now, RFK Jr. Uh, doesn't represent, excuse me, Cornell West doesn't represent something uh, inherently pernicious, like a lot of people would say that RFK Jr. represents when you talk sure. about some of the conspiracy theories and some of the other things uh, that he has said uh, um, recently. However, there are a lot of people who very much like RFK Jr. and thinks that he represents um, almost the same thing that Cornell West or Larry Elder or any of these other people represent, which is a non-sort of establishment candidate, which is interesting that you could be a Kennedy and be the non-establishment guy. But I do think that there is a great point raised here, that we should maybe do a deep dive when we have a light day or um, perhaps before the debates about what each of these guys mean to the race. And I wouldn't mind having either of them on. And I know that's going to trigger some people in the Thought Warrior community that I would actually have a conversation with RFK Jr. Um, But I would. I think there's kook bullshit in a a lot of the stuff that he's talking about. Uh, I've watched several interviews of his now. And Mm -hmm. um, I do think that he is sometimes intellectually dishonest about some of his positions involving medical science and other sort of conspiracy theories that he gravitates towards. Um, but there's no better way for me to know that other than to challenge it, challenge him on it right here on Higher Learning. So I would definitely have him on and I would certainly have Dr. West on as well. What are your thoughts, Rach? I'd have him on. But I think you bring up a good point. 
as we get closer to the debates, we at not even a light day. When we get closer to the debates, we at when we know who's taking the stage, we absolutely should have a conversation, whether we get them on the show or not, about who is taking the stage, what they represent, um, what they stand for, what they're challenging, you know, the leader in the polls. Um yeah, what they're challenging them on. I, I I think that's actually would be a really good podcast to just dedicate the whole podcast to that. I'm with that. Okay, before I leave, I have to say something real quick. Um, I saw the funniest video that I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's ridiculously funny. Um, Rachel, have you seen the video of the cop sliding down the slide in Boston? No. Donnie, could you please, in real time, right now, Show Rachel the video of the police officer in Boston sliding down the slide. <laughs> uh, the steel shot alone is funny, but wait, 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 wait a minute. Is there sound? Is there sound? <laughs> it's the way his body came out. Wait, wait. Ah, it's, it's that part right there. It's that steel shot where one leg was off. Pop! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, Why? Why? So, 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 this has become. Like, <laughs> you can't even become, talk about it. Like a big deal. Like, this is uh, this um, this is uh, <laughs> Why did Boston he down uh, like that? <laughs> <laughs> City Hall Plaza in Boston. <laughs> he's like he slid down the slide. And the mayor talked about it. The mayor said that uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a branch. It's a it's a playground there, the, the city hall plaza. And this guy, um, <laughs> the mayor said, I, I don't know what the circumstances were or what happened. But I would definitely check in on him and make sure the officer is okay. Yeah, I think he's fine. <laughs> uh, no, he was treated by ambulance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's obviously unconscious when he's coming down the slide. Wait, is that you think that's what that was? Oh my god! I, I, I just bro, thought he Donnie, fell wrong. Donnie, let me Donnie, see it again. I Donnie, think, gear it up. Donnie, gear it up. Let me see it again. I think he's obviously unconscious when he's coming down the slide. <laughs> well, he woke up when he slid across that when, concrete. When he, when he hit the ground, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh. I don't want to laugh. He hit his head probably like inside the slide. But like, we've all bounced in slides before. You shouldn't have hit it that hard. He hit his head inside the slide. And I think he was going fast. I think he got got knocked out or something. And then I think he woke up. Donnie, run it one more time. I think he woke up when he hit the ground. If you look at it. Because like, watch. Watch. Look, I think he <laughs> I think he woke up when he hit the ground. <laughs> Poor bastard. Oh well, fuck him. He probably did something wrong. But um, but anyway, uh I've 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 You're wrong for posting that. You're wrong for posting. I have an announcement to make, and it's a serious announcement. I've never felt this strongly about anything in the last three hours. I gotta go to Boston. <laughs> Before it get cold, I got to get on this slide. 
I don't know why I'm being called to it. I'm serious. I got to <laughs> go to Boston before it get cold. I need somebody from Boston, a Boston-based thought warrior, to re- basically reach out Wait. and tell me how much time I got. Me and Kalika going to uh, a wedding in New York. Um, shout out to Fancy Feet. Uh, uh, she She's getting married. Alina's getting married. Um, and I, on that trip, I have to make it to Boston. Let me tell you something. I have to ride this slide. I need to know when it really get cold in Boston. I, I need to let, I need, I need a thought warrior in Boston to chaperone me around. I got to ride the ride. I got to ride t- the slide. Let me tell you something. I got to be there. I need to be you. press and record because I'm sorry, man. If you come out of that slide like <laughs> it's just so funny. You, like, I was you... <laughs> I was recording Midnight Boys when my brother sent me the clip, and I just went nuts. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. It's nuts. I gotta go. I gotta go. Right. I gotta. I gotta get on the slide. All right, we out of here. How um, high is it? I actually, there's a thought where that has a picture of it. I like to see the whole thing. Because I don't think it's that high. I don't think it, it's that high. So there's been mad. There've been mad people that have gone on the slide. Um, like after. Uh, there have been mad people that have gone on this same slide. And and what? In some videos, it looks like super fast, but in some videos, it's 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 regular. Dylan. Dylan Tedesco on Twitter at Dylan Tedesco, she went down it and she said, um, it's a little faster than an average slide, but after going down the slide, I cannot think of any way he made that happen. I don't think I could do that if I tried. Um, he said, the situation at the playground right now is also hilarious because every time I walk past it, there are at least two grown adults taking pictures of the slide. Like, <laughs> I, I gotta go. I have to go. I have to go try to slide. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It'll 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 be a thing that happens. All right, guys. Um, take kneecaps off, but do not stop learning. Slide, your, slide your thinking caps off. Slide your thinking caps off. <laughs> I'm Rachel and Lindsay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom 
in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.